Hello there, welcome along to this week's episode of the Peter Greenwood Show, and it is a big episode this week, because I've got not one, not two, but five guests, a whole five guests, on one show, on one episode of a podcast. That's a lot of, va- that's a lot of value, and this is free, so, oh no. This episode is going to be kind of sort of dedicated to the band Bowling for Soup because I interviewed Rob, who's the new bassist, 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 however you say it, and also I dug deep into the archives and I found an interview with Jarrett I did from 2018, and then we are going to go and talk to the ladies from Not Your Girlfriends, Marin, Liv, and Gigi. So, We're going to start with Jarrett all the way back from 2018 when we all had hope and life was worth living and we weren't all in despair. I would like to point out again, this is an archived interview, it's from 2018, so anything Jarrett says isn't from today, so it's from a couple years ago, so keep that in mind, but I just thought it was fun because bowling for soup, you know, good guys. Take a listen. Hi, um, I'm Jarrett, I'm from the band Bowling for Soup. Happy to be here. Welcome to Glasgow. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, man. Uh, one of our favorite cities to play, and the fact that we get to do it first on this tour, is, uh, it's awesome. Let's talk a little bit about the tour. It's the Get Happy Tour, mm-hmm. and you're doing Drunk Enough to Dance in its entirety. How did the idea for the tour come around, and why this album now? Well, lots of celebrations happening tonight. I mean, um, you know, it, it came... I, there's been talk of us trying to do the whole Drunk Enough to Dance album in its entirety for quite a few, quite a, quite a while. It just started to make sense. I mean, we're bringing the Get Happy Tour back uh, after 11 years. Uh, Army of Freshmen are celebrating their 20th anniversary as a band. I'm celeb- we're, so, And it's the 15th anniversary of Drunk Enough to Dance. So, you know, it kind of all worked out. Let's bring the Get Happy Tour back. Let's do Drunk Enough to Dance and, uh, you know, and make it the happiest bill that we've ever done. And we managed to do it. I remember being a kid and hearing about the Get Happy Tour and thinking, I want to go to that, I want to go right. to that. And, and now, now I'm here, but what's it like bringing it back for you? Is it emotional? Is it is it fun? It's weird because there's so much, like I said, there's so much to do. So just doing the Drunk Enough to Dance album for us has been, you know, some of those songs we haven't played since we recorded them. And we recorded that album in 2002. So, you know, I mean, there, there's been a very long time in between now and then and having to go back and remember those. So I think we've been so focused on that, that the whole idea of the Get Happy has sort of been like a secondary thing to us. Uh, that said, it's been awesome watching the fan response to it because so many people were here 11 years ago. And, and like you said, some people were too young to come and are getting to be here for the first time. So who knows? You know, I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be an awesome celebration for the eight days that we're here and. And, uh, you know, exciting stuff. And what's it like being back out on the road again with the guys? Because you've all, you haven't gone anywhere. You haven't split up or anything. Right. But what's it like being back in a venue like this with the Aquabats, for example? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny. We we toured with the Army of Freshmen so much back in the day. And it's, I think, you know, they, they went on to do their own thing. We've been doing our own thing. Um, the Aquabats, we've never toured with them before until just this last um, fall. We went, we did the Warp Tour cruise together. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was great seeing them. We've been big fans, no, not kidding, huge Aquabats fans forever. I mean, they were one of our bands that we listened to all the time. In fact, they were on the Get Happy Tour um, playlist that's playing in between bands. We had to go back and delete their songs off it because they may play them tonight. 
And is it good to be in a position now where you can just go out on the road and have fun and you know the fans are going to come and have a great time? Yeah, I, t- I, th- I talk about that a lot. I, You know, it is one of those things where I, I do remember being, you know, that for so many years, just nervous that people would even show up to the shows. And we're really lucky to to be able to, at least we know some people are going to be here. So, yeah, it's that, that just takes one level of pressure off. And uh, allows us to, you know, relax a little bit and just and, and have a great time. One of the things I always loved most about you guys is just the sense of fun you had as a band. Yeah. Like, take I, I want to take you a trip down memory lane, right. for example, the video for "Girl, All the Bad Guys uh-huh. Won." Yeah. What was it like being in that era? And do you look back at it like, look at how far we've come as yeah. a band, as friends? Well, it was a crazy time because, you know, that's sort of like the beginning of the rise. You know, I mean, we I, I always say there was never really one thing that happened to our band that like just catapulted. It's always been a steady climb. And I like it that way because there's no there, it doesn't really feel like there's that the that the floor is going to drop out from under us. It, you know, it feels like we can sort of just stay here as long as we want. But, um, you know, doing that video is our first video that we ever had, like a, a real budget to do it. And um you know, I mean, it was it was crazy. I mean, I, there there was no way of knowing that that would have done as well as it did. But thank God it did. <laughs> and I have to know, this is something I wondered as a fan watching the videos. Um, in your music videos, you pay homage mm-hmm. to some characters, shall we sure. say? Yeah. Has there what's the feedback been like from those people? For example, <laughs> oh Fred Durst, right? Shall we say? Well, I can tell you, Corey Taylor loves it. Uh, really? Yeah, see, he's and he's a friend and a great guy and a Bowling for Soup fan and uh, you know he's he's a good guy. But he, you know, we sort of made them the heroes of the of the video. But they they thought it was hilarious. Um, uh, Fred Durst was not happy. Uh, Aaron Lewis was not happy. Aaron Lewis Lewis and I though did have a chance to meet at Reading Reading Festival and had a conversation about it. And we're all good. You know, he's uh, he's he's a lovely guy and a great songwriter and. You know, I, what I told him, I was like, you know, if you wouldn't have been the face of that kind of music and all over MTV, I wouldn't have made fun of you. So really, it's the it's the greatest form of respect. That's why I saw it. Like, I didn't see it as you guys making fun of those guys. I just saw it as you guys including yeah. people who were of the moment <laughs> yeah. at that time. That's that's why I saw it. We were for sure making fun of them. But, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, we were definitely making fun of them. But the thing is, is that it, I, I think we tried to do it in a way to where they would think that was funny. But, you know, I mean, you can't win them all. That's true. And can you believe that it's been 15 years since Drunk Enough to Dance? No, I mean, it, it's whenever we started to work work up the album, we started to advertise this tour, you know, I was just like, I, it, it's weird. It's, it's strange to think that it's been 15 years since Drunk Enough to Dance. It's strange to think that we've been a band 24 years, you know. Um, it goes by fast, you know, people, people say, you know, all the time, you know, make sure you soak it up as you go. And I, I really feel like we did. We like, we, I, I always told the guys, you know, like, don't take any of it for granted, you know, never, ever, you know, just always know that it could end at any moment. And that's the way that we've done our, lived our professional life. And, you know, luckily we've, we've taken time to sit and enjoy it. And, uh, you know, and, and because of that, I think we're still going strong. 
The last album was out in 2016. Mm -hmm. Is there talk of a new one? What's happening with Bowling for Soup now? Well, we're sort of reigniting Drunk Dynasty right now. Um, you know, we didn't, because that album kind of it came out, we were so busy doing other stuff. We didn't really pay a lot of attention to it. So we released Catalyst, a song off there, as a single now. Uh, that video just came out, like, literally in the last few days. Um, and so we're going to release a couple more singles off of that while we're doing this tour. We have a tour of Texas coming up and a warp tour this summer. And then we'll start thinking about new music. How do the crowds differ from... I mean, state to state, but country to country. I mean, how mm. would the Texas crowd react compared to how you expect the Scotland crowd to react? Well, it's just a little bit more low-key. Like, a Texas crowd, it'd be around the same amount of people, um, like, say, if we played Dallas or something, but it's not quite the same energy. It's just a different culture musically. Um, and, you know, the same is true in all countries, Japan and, and whatever. I mean, you know, I've said it before. I mean, I think... I think uh, People of the United Kingdom are the greatest music fans in the world. You just are. You're the best crowds. You're the most accepting of all genres. Like I, I it's so cool that, you know, you can ask a kid and like, who are your favorite bands? And they'll be like, Bowling for Soup and Rage Against the Machine. You know, it's just not really like that in all parts of the world. So I, I just, it, again, we're we're blessed that it's worked so well for us over here. Um, and you know, I, I love my Scottish shows, so I'm, I'm excited. This is the first one. Thank you so much for your time today, Jared. Any final thoughts you'd like to share with us today? Uh, just, uh, you know, check out the new video for Catalyst. Um, I, I wrote and directed it and, uh, super proud of it and check out my podcast here. It goes to the movies and oh, do you have a podcast. I do. Yeah. So, and, uh, follow us everywhere. All, all the Bowling for Soup stuff. Lots of fun stuff happening all the time. Thank you for your time today. Ah, thank you. This is the Peter Greenwood Show, and as you can tell by the ambient sounds around me, I am not in the studio. I am having my first time ever on a tour bus, and a man sitting to my right is a man who I'm due to speak to. Could you tell me your name and what you do, please? Hey, my name's Rob, and I play bass in Bowling for Suit. How are you, Rob? Are you well? Yeah, I'm doing good. How are you? I am very well, thanks. It's cold today, isn't it? Yeah, it's cold. Uh, I live in a cold place in the winter, so... I, I'm kind of used to it, but I haven't seen snow in Scotland before, so that was interesting. Really? Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, it was nice. It was big flakes, and they were just melting as soon as they hit the ground, so it seemed like it was fine. Yeah, as long as it does, doesn't lay, that's the important thing, because the country kind of shuts down if there's a layering of snow. We yep. just don't know how to handle it. Exactly. Yeah, that's how they are in the south in America, like in Texas where the other guys live, and in Tennessee where my parents live. It's it's uh, If there's any snow touching the ground, they don't even know how to drive in it. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> just shut the country down. We're yep. done. Move yep. on. That's it. So let's talk a little bit about your musical history, because you're in the band Bowling for Soup. Yeah. I've spoken to Jarrett before, and now you're here talking right. to me, giving me your time. But before you were in a band called The Ataris, who were one of my favorite bands growing up, I have to admit. All right. <laughs> How did you start in music? What is your musical origin story? Uh, I was just a kid <laughs> with me and my brother and my buddy Ian, who actually works for this band now. Uh, we were just bored and we were like, all right, let's start a band. And <laughs> bought like a bunch of crappy stuff and just started playing and everywhere and just kept traveling around. And that band, I mean, we were young when we did that. I was probably like 14 or something. Um, then we did that band for a few years, and then I started a different one. Oh, sorry. I hit a button. <laughs> I started... <laughs> is yep. it back? Everything's fine, yeah. Cool, yeah. Started a different band. I, I ended up joining a few bands at once because I just wanted to stay busy when I was younger. And uh, I joined a band called Patent Pending, and then 
I'm a big fan of those guys as well. Hey, all right. <laughs> well, thanks. And um, around the same time, a little bit after, I joined the Ataris for a little bit. And I was kind of doing a bunch of bands at once. And when I quit the Ataris, um, I just, just stuck with patent pending and just kind of sailed on that for a while until Jared asked me to join Bowling for Soup. <laughs> what was that moment like when Jared asked you to join Bowling for Soup? How long ago was it? Do you remember? Yeah. So it was – he. It started with them asking me to fill in because it was actually uh, Gary, the drummer, because I was actually the drummer in the Atari. So I play a couple different things, mediocrely, and uh, so Gary had to like st- stop on a tour and get home because his wife was having their their daughter like earlier than expected. So he's like, "Yeah, I'm not going to miss that." And they're like, "Whoa, and just get Robin because we'd been such good friends for for the last decade because just touring together, patent pinning and bowling for soup did almost everything together for a while." So. Uh, they just, Jared hit me up. I was like out to dinner with my like girlfriend's parents at the time. And <laughs> he was like, Hey, uh, can you play drums for Gary for like a week on the warp tour? I'm like, yeah, when do I leave? He's like, it's, it's really soon. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll learn it. Learned it, met him out there, did, did the week with him. And it was just like, um, it was just a really nice mix. We all had a lot of fun. And then, um, the next year he's just like, Hey Rob, can you play bass for us on the warp tour this year? I'm like, all right, what's going on? He's like, just, you know, it's just, we just got some 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 issues were working out like mm-hmm. just some things nothing bad you know just like some stuff that had to get shuffled and um i basically was like all right when am i leaving he's like a few days <laughs> i learned it all met him down there we 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 took off and did that and we stayed really busy from there on out and um it just kind of i just kept getting like my calendar filled up with just bowling for soup everything and i just kind of paved the way like all right let's like f- to for my own schedule in life to like allow myself to do that uh, full time and then we were over here in the UK. Um, I remember, I know where it was. Uh, I think it was uh, the, it was the Leicester Academy. Oh yes, uh, I know. Yeah, and it, we were already like well into the tours, like towards the end of it, and they were like, "Hey, like, yeah." They like sat me down, like, "Why don't you join the band?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." <laughs> Didn't take much convincing. <laughs> was there any hesitation at that point? Because no. BFS had been together for such a long time, but you'd been with them as well for a while. So was there any doubts? from? Maybe they had some doubts. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't seem like it though, but I was just, I was all in because it's, it was much, uh, you know, when I was, it goes back to when I was a kid and started playing in a band. It, it, uh, it reminded me more of that, like just less stress about things and more about enjoying the experience and just, and just having fun with your friends. Not that I don't have fun, fun with any of the other bands I've played with and yeah. are not friends with them. It's just, uh, it was just a different experience for me. So I, was, I, I, it's, it lined up more with what I'd imagined I'd be doing if I were able to make music a career by some chance. And th- here we are. <laughs> here we are. Yeah. What do you enjoy most about touring and going out on the road? Honestly, just hanging out <laughs> with with people that I enjoy being around. It's more about the people I'm with than I mean, playing the show. Obviously, that's the fun part. That's the that's what you're here to do. Um, but I've never considered that the job. To me, the job is flying. I hate flying, and and oh, and really? the, the job is, you know, waiting to take a shower. And the job, the job is all that stuff. This is all, all of the the good stuff is is being able to spend time with people you want to be around genuinely, and um, just enjoying the ride. <laughs> yeah. So I put out onto social media this afternoon. I'm interviewing Rob from Bowling for Soup. Do you have any questions for him? And people have questions for you. All right. Would you like to answer some audience questions? What do we got? Okay, Tom has asked us which football slash soccer team do you and the guys support, if any? Do you follow much soccer football? Not even a little bit. No, <laughs> no I couldn't name a team. I don't think. Really? Isn't it just countries or something? I don't know. <laughs> it's well in England. It kind of is up here. It's 
there are more specific teams. Like there's a couple of teams in Glasgow alone. So, so I yeah I don't even I don't know I I know it's a cop out answer, but it's the it's the honest truth. <laughs> I don't know about anyone else either. That's okay. Don't <laughs> That's a disappointing answer, but it's honest. Sorry, Tom. I tried. <laughs> My next question is from Steve, and Steve has asked: Has Jarrett let you choose a song on this tour? I assume he means to play. Uh, that's a funny question, actually. Um, for the entire 25 years the band has been around, well, that's this year, up until I started playing them a couple years ago, Jarrett never really asked or consulted anybody about the set list. And then once I started playing, he was like, let's just try something new. And he's like, Rob, help me make a set list. What song should we play? And I would throw in some ones that I like because it's, it was just an offering a different perspective, I guess. Right. Because I wasn't just there playing them all the time. And I was like, I like this, I like trucker hat you know i like get happy let's put those in there like all right just learn them and at sound check and did them and keep them sometimes in the set and sometimes not but yeah he's uh he's made that pretty clear to me he's like yeah i just never ever did this before so he's like you're calling some shots <laughs> yeah well i hope that answers the question it does thank you very much annie has asked what is a song they never get tired of playing so i assume you're including okay, that question what's us? a song you never get tired of playing with the band uh, okay so i can answer for myself um i I think my favorite song to play is Ohio. That's a good track. Yeah, you know? I feel like that's kind of... I don't want to say it's like a deep cut BFS song, but it's definitely sure. more for the fans. Right, yeah. And I think that one was uh, had intentions of being like a single or something, but I think it, that ended up being almost or something like that. Mm. Like I, don't, I, don't, I wasn't there, so I couldn't tell you, but yeah. I've heard it in passing, but probably was not alert. <laughs> so I have a question here from Marco on Twitter who asks, ask him about his best friend Marco. Yes, it's Marco. He's, Marco is part of our crew. <laughs> hey, Marco. How are you doing? Hi, Marco. <laughs> Lisa Fox has asked me to ask you about your passport. What happened to his passport? Asks Lisa. I, I, yeah, okay. I never leave shit behind. I'm, I'm very thorough, fully confident in saying that. I never leave stuff behind. Until? Yeah, until I flew from Philly to Dallas to meet up with the band and actually practice. And uh, the day before we left, I realized I didn't have my passport with me. Oh, no. And you oh, need yeah. one of them to go. Because when you're flying in the U.S., do you need a passport? So yeah. just All right. Yeah. You just need a passport. I needed a passport to, to get here. To right. be here. So my, my wife drove it down to Philly to my buddy Tim, who then got on a plane and flew to Texas just to hand me my passport and then flew right back to Philly. Yeah. Such good friends. Yeah. He, he really came in through. What was that? Was it close? Was there like hours to spare minutes to spare what was the uh, it was close life, yeah right? it was it was yeah he got there i mean it's a four-hour flight from philly to dallas he got there uh met us there as we were checking our stuff and we were running late as it was um and then he handed me the passport we all went back to the terminal so just get on our flights like we stopped at this bar and i was like i just opened up a tab i'm like go drink a bunch tim like you earned it <laughs> and uh yeah then we just all just went we we came here and he went back home <laughs> And does that kind of thing... I mean, know you said you, you don't forget anything ever. Is that kind of thing going to happen again? Will you ever forget your passport again, do you think? I, I mean, I can't predict the future, but I, I'm fairly confident that it's just never going to happen again. Yeah. <laughs> I also imagine it's that, oh, shit moment when you're like, I've got yeah. my wallet, my phone, my keys, my ticket. <laughs> have I dropped it? Where is it? No, I knew 100% when I thought about it that I didn't have it with me because, like I said, I'm, I'm thorough. I know where I keep my stuff. I know where everything comes from usually it's in this one drawer just wasn't there this time of like my leave the country drawer and uh yeah i just, it was with Jarrett, and i was like oh shit. and he's like uh he completely calm he's like let's figure it out he called our manager our manager was like this is what we should do we need to have someone bring it here find out if he, if he can make it happen and within 20 minutes we had it solved 
That's remarkable. Yeah. With the t- I was like, Tim, here's your ticket. He's like, all right, I'm doing it. <laughs> Congrats, Tim. You're the man who's literally saved the show. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the questions from the fans. Cool. I would like to ask you about, the, before we wrap this up, because yeah. I know you've got other things to do, and I thank you for your time. No problem. Let's discuss the new single, Let's. Alexa Bliss. Cool, yeah. How did that song come about? What is its origin story? Uh, so it, that kind of diverts back to Jarrett. Um, he was, I think he was doing a, one of his acoustic tours in the, in America, and... Um, I think she came to the show or something like that. I could be wrong. So a lot of this is conjecture, but mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think she came to the show. I think, she, and then she wore like a Bowling for Soup show uh, shirt in a photo shoot that she was doing. That's cool. And yeah, and he was like, I, I don't know how they got a, a hold of each other, but he was like, she was she, apparently Bowling for Soup's been her favorite band since she was a kid or something. So um, the relationship of like you know the friendship just kind of came out of that, and they just like sort of kept in touch. And he's like. She in, had invited him out to like a wrestling match. She didn't invite all of us out actually. Oh, it was and just Jarrett, was it? He's the favorite. Well, but no, it was. He was the first one that had met her. You oh, know, I so see. then then yeah. she came. Then she came out to a show in uh, Florida, and we all met her. And she was super nice, and I even still keep in touch with her. And um, she's just really accommodating and like just fun to be around. And she's just she's cool. And um, Jarrett was like, "Hey, we're we're gonna record and write the song I had." He's like, "Cause I just think it's it'd be really cool to do for her." And and uh. She's just become a really good friend of the band, a big supporter all along anyway. So he was like, I just think this would be a fun song to do. Let's just do it. We're writing new songs anyway. And put the song together, recorded it. He sent it to her like on her birthday. And she was like, oh, my God. She got all like misty-eyed about it, she said. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then we were just like, we should do a video. Like that would be really good. She, ag- she was uh, uh, able to and agreed to do it. Like we had to cut some red tape with like WWE and stuff. But she was able to be in the video. So we're like, yeah, if we can get that permission then we should definitely do this so and it was fun to do she came down to texas and i went to, I, I don't live down there but i met them all down there for the day you know just shot the video it was well had a great time she seemed to have a blast which was really cool to, to watch like a superstar <laughs> like being excited to be in our video yeah and then uh it all came together and yeah it came out on friday and it's getting really good reception everyone's being really nice about it i really like the new song it sounds like bowling for soup which i hope so sounds <laughs> redundant to say because it's a bowling for soup sure. song but it sounds like the band i know what uh, you mean full power again which yeah. is incredible and the music video is absolutely so much fun because <laughs> it's a weird science themed yeah video. for sure who had that idea to do that that was do you that was Jarrett. yeah um i think him and the guy that like worked up the the treatment for it um they they uh sort of bounced their ideas i guess and, and came up with that one and i didn't really know what was going on until we were there and i still didn't know what was going on until i saw the finished product yeah they were like you sit there put this on your head yeah that's exactly what it was really? yeah i was like all right cool and i was like watching uh, wrestlers i was like all right neat this is fun and then i went back home <laughs> it's how much of the video shoot were you there for because there's a couple of things i want to ask you about which sure. looks so much fun like the cooking segment i wasn't there so i got i was there for the bit that i was in and then uh stuck around when they were like the, the bedroom stuff when they were like creating yeah. on the computer and then i took the trip over to the that like wrestling spot where the two blonde wrestlers are yeah. are doing are going at it and they're there and then we like wrapped that day and then i flew home the next morning and then they did all the rest of the other stuff oh, the next day okay yeah what was some of the outtakes like with the two wrestlers and what was it what do you think it was like for them having alexa bliss watch them do wrestling i think uh I think they kind of already knew her or something because uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they were de- definitely excited to be like a part of it. It was, it seemed like they're re- enjoying themselves and having a lot of fun doing it. Um, but it was just watching them do that kind of same routine over and over again. Just, but they're like slamming into each other and shit and like doing a whole thing. Um, 
So I don't know. I just thought it was really fun to watch and see, and I, I'm glad that they enjoyed it too. <laughs> it's a fantastic video. Congratulations on it. I love the song. We're going to play it. Would you introduce All it right. for us, please? Yeah. This song is called Alexa Bliss by Bowling for Soup. This is the Peter Greenwood Show, and I'm still backstage at the O2 Academy in Glasgow. And sitting to my right are three ladies from a band called Not Your Girlfriends. Could we go around and tell me your names and what you do in the band, please? Yes, of course. I'm Gigi Haynes, and I play the bass. I'm Liv Haynes, her sister, and I play the guitar, and I sing. And I'm Erin Alford, and I play drums. Oh, hi, today, ladies. Are you well? Oh, we are so well. Very, very, very well. Very well. Just got off the stage of the first show of the tour, you know, pretty hyped. We're so hyped. We're a little yeah. jet-lagged, but you know, that's part of the fun. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever called jet-lag fun before. Um, I, uh, I'm just saying that. It's just, no, a, weird, it's just <laughs> a weird experience. No, yeah. <laughs> We're all about making up new rules and being the first to do things. Right? Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. How was your journey over? Because I understand there's been a few troubles. It was very interesting. Uh, our flights got cancelled uh, three times. Um... It wasn't very fun. Uh, some, all of our checked bags are in Boston right now, in America, oh, uh, including our guitars um, and all of our important things for hygiene and stuff like yes. that. And I, I actually, I usually wear contact lenses yes. uh, in my eyeballs, so I couldn't really see anyone during the show. Yeah, so I had I, to wear glasses, but I but took them off midway. It was kind of interesting though. Like I could like actually see people with my real eyes. Like it felt like a moment. It felt like you were. Uh, <laughs> connecting with people yeah like yeah a human moment yeah exactly exactly without those stupid little lenses covering up you know but it's easy to be able to see when you you got that that vibe exactly (laughs) so i want to ask you about being on tour because this is your second time playing in scotland i believe yes how do you enjoy being on tour and being in scotland with the scottish audiences oh love it love the accents i love your accent uh actually right before this uh, you were doing your american accent and that was very interesting yeah, like I was, I, I was doing too. I was doing like the kind of Valley Girl. Oh my God! Like whatever, <laughs> we're here to see the show, not to go and party. Okay, Amanda. Oh my God, Amanda! Amanda! And then they was like, Yeah, bro, what up, bro? We're gonna chill, bro, bro. What's up, kid? Yes. I give yes. that a twelve out of ten rating. Honestly, I think that's the best one yet. Fourteen out of ten. There you go. Genuinely flattered. Thank you so much. Oh, no oh yes, of course. So yes, tour life. How are you enjoying? Uh, well, there's snow. Oh yeah, there's snow, <laughs> so that's different. We don't really get that in Because we're from Yeehaw. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's great. Uh, we're playing with Simple Plan and Bowling for Soup. Um, we came here with Bowling for Soup last time and Patent Pending, which was literally a dream come true and like the adventure of a lifetime. Um, but being with Simple Plan is going to also be really fun because we met them at Warp Tour. And so, you know, we're kind of like, we're kind of buddies. So um, it's going to be great traveling with them and being able to listen to them every night. Mm-hmm. This is probably one of the biggest tours we've ever done. And oh, yeah. We get, like, our first tour bus this time, which is a very new experience. Mm-hmm. We're not. Uh, our parents aren't driving us through the night in a little van uh, yes. shoving all of our gear in the back. So they won't be sleep-deprived. Yay! Yay! <laughs> no sleep-deprived parents! <laughs> on parents. 
and sleeping. Yes. <laughs> and they don't have to stress out about driving on the other side of the road. Yes. And that and that's strange to get used to, isn't it? I was in America a few years ago, uh-huh. and I kept on going to get into what what on our side is the passenger side, but yeah. on your side is the driver's side. Yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? Move. <laughs> Scary. I'm like, ah. And every so often you're driving down the road and you're like, wait, wait, what's happening? This isn't yeah. right. Yeah. Right. Oh, no. So let me ask you about the music, if I may. Oh, yeah. I'd like to ask you about your first music video. No one asked you anyway. Mm-hmm. That went up a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, that, actually, that was our... Uh, Second? Third? Well, we had um, the covers. Because there was Fry Am in Love. Yeah. And then I Will Follow... But our first original music video was Never Stop. That was, yeah, so that, I think that was our second original yeah. song music video. So I was half right. Yeah. Yeah. Half half right. Right. <laughs> but, um... So yeah, no one asked you anyway. Um, it's all about uh, we as a band get underestimated a lot, and um, part of the reason is because we're young, and so uh, part of the reason is that we're girls. Um, and playing shows like whenever we first started out as a band, and like you know people not really you know knowing who we are and stuff, sound guys would be like, "So are you gonna be lip syncing today?" And like, "Do you need help, sweetie?" Like fixing your microphone stand and stuff like that. And it's just like, okay, like we got it, buddy. Um, and event- if yeah, oh, totally. So interrupting you to say that. No, 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 no. Um, you're you're one of the good ones. <laughs> uh, so um. Yeah, that song's all about that. Um, I, I got really mad one day after a show, so I was like, I'm gonna write a song about this. I went upstairs and just ranted in my phone and my notes, and then, you know, put all the pieces together. Uh, the video concept actually started out with me just saying, I wanna wear a white dress and get paint splattered all over me. It was just like, I really wanted that to happen. And then I was like, thinking of ways uh, to make it incorporate with the lyrics of the song and what the song's meaning is so that was fun i love that music video that music video was crazy because it was also you know when you're working with like paint and stuff on like a white um white you only get one take you get one take so it was like nobody laugh yeah nobody Nobody blink and And Gigi got paint in her mouth i got paint in my mouth they're like okay we're gonna do the first take with paint it was me and (laughs) okay so jared threw the paint on me with a squirt gun and he, no and we couldn't laugh. We had to look serious and look directly into the camera. And I was sitting there, and I was sitting, and he was like, I could see him in the corner of my eye, my <laughs> eye like him shooting the, the nerf. nerf gun. And I was trying not to laugh so hard. And then I, the paint got on me, and I was like, oh. And then I, like, you know, got it in my mouth. Became mustard mouth. And then I was mouth. like, oh, oh. Gross. It didn't taste good. I wouldn't recommend eating paint. Especially Crayola paint isn't good. Is especially, especially. Yeah. I think no paint at all. Crayola paint like comes out really w- easily. Oh yeah. So we because yeah, we had that. to we shot that first and then shot all the stuff without the paint later. So we all had to go home. We had to go to my house and take showers oh. and then go back. Bonding. Yeah. I wonder what a person who like imagine there's somebody in the sewers like working in the drains and all this multicolored paint. <laughs> What's happening in that house? Oh. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Weird. So, let me ask you about your most recent single. I know we're kind of jumping all over the map here, and you've oh, got no, things no, no. to do, for which I apologize. I will be out of your hair shortly. You're good. I'm down to talk about my latest single. <laughs> I'm not okay. Oh, yes. 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 So, that's a cover uh, of one of our favorite band's songs, uh, My Chemical Romance. Um, you may know why we covered that song, because they just got back together after being apart for 
like nine, nine years. years. Yeah, nine years, which is a very long time. Uh, yeah, all three of us love them so much, and so we were like, we like have to dedicate a song to them. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, I've always wanted to like record a My Chemical Romance song in the studio. Oh yeah, I don't know why. It's just for, like, like four years. We're yeah. like, we gotta do My Chemical Romance. I just want to do it for fun, and so we did. Perfect timing with the band getting back together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And was there any discussion about it being I'm Not Okay or one of the other songs from MCR? Um, well, we have been covering yeah, I'm Not Okay since, like, two years ago when we live. did it for Warp Tour. And live. people always loved it, so we were like, you know, why don't we just record it in Can honor of the band? But if, if we had to pick another My Chemical Romance song to cover, that would be really hard. Maybe Teenagers Ooh, that's, that's or Helena. Love Teenagers. Oh, I love Helena. Oh, Helene. Oh, all of them are good. The oh, Ghost yeah. of You. No, no, no. would be oh, really cool, too. The Ghost no, no, of You no. is a beautiful song. Yeah. There's lots. Literally every single Mike McCormick song, I'd be so down to cover. Honestly. They're all just so good. Yeah. What if you were asked to tour with MCR? I would cry. <laughs> I would cry. I would cry. Then I would scream. Uh, and then I would jump. And then I would say yes. <laughs> yeah. Then we would finally say yes. Yeah. <laughs> at some point, we'd, we'd eventually say yes, but... <laughs> At some point you have to say, oh yes, that thing that was, uh, that was told to us two weeks ago. We've been jumping and shouting at the same yes, yes. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, yes, of course. Oh, that, that would literally be a dream come true. Did you ever think you'd see a time when MCR would get back together? I didn't ever see it coming. Me either. I, listen, they had teased it so much. It was almost like it was just a joke. Joe Jonas, we were all like, Joe, you're, you're messing with us. Like, yeah. seriously, don't mess with our emotions like that, Joe. Exactly. And then yeah. they announced it, and we were like... <gasps> Yeah. Joe Jonas isn't a liar confirmed. I didn't think it would happen. I because I got into them like four, almost maybe four and a half years ago, and I, that's when I really had hope. And I was like, oh, I have to wait four years. Yeah, and I just like s- I slowly lost hope yeah. in yeah. having that happen. And in the beginning of 2019, I was like, well, it isn't happening. Yeah, because of all the conspiracy theories and stuff that they were gonna get back together in 2019. Because mm-hmm. nine years is a long time. Mm-hmm. So yes. I was like, I guess it's just not gonna happen, guys. Like maybe we'll do some kind of like. I think it was six show. years yeah. actually. Six. six no, years. no, it was it was like nine or something. It's like a long time. Yeah. Really? I, I could be wrong. I don't. But didn't they release an album in 2013? I don't know. But it, it was, it's was it been a long time, though. <laughs> it's been <laughs> too long. We can't even yeah. remember. <laughs> so it's, sad. It's been a while. Oh, uh, yeah. It's been a while. So I put out to the fans that I was interviewing you today, and I have a couple of questions. Oh, yes. Cool. The first question is from Paul, and Paul has asked, how do you manage school and rock music? Uh, well, me and my sister, Gigi, yes. uh, are homeschooled, so that makes it a lot easier for our schedules and stuff, because mm-hmm. then we can just come home and do all the work that we missed. Um, it may be hard sometimes, <laughs> but we do make it through. And then Marin, on the other hand... I go to public school. Yes, but um. her teachers love her to death. Yeah, because I mean, I have a really good relationship with my teachers, and they're really happy for the band and the experiences that we get to mm-hmm. have. So. They also really like rock music and stuff. Like, I always yeah. hear that you're always texting me, oh my god, they're playing the All American Rejects at school right now. My business <laughs> teachers always play it, like, blasting is really emo music. Yeah. And so they, like, give me my work ahead of time, and then I make up anything that I need to when I get back. And uh, my, actually, my assistant principal for this year is an ex-touring musician. Oh, really? And he still plays shows sometimes, so he's like, I will do whatever I, I need feel to you, do girl. To so he you. understands what it's like. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Totally. It's excellent that you have that relationship where you can just 
go off and do this. Yeah, definitely. We have another question from a lady called Lee who says, My daughter loves you. And Aww. her daughter wanted to know if you needed a triangle slash tambourine player. Yes. Always. Always. Always in need of another uh, a triangle player. Not and another one. And almost <laughs> all of our songs actually have tambourine in them. That's true. So that would actually come in handy. Hit us up. You know? Yes, of course. I'll, get, I'll be in contact. Yeah, yes, yeah just course. send over your information and we're down. <laughs> What are your plans for 2020? More touring, I imagine. Will oh, we yes. Will on we the road. see a new album? Or the first album, maybe? Possibly. Uh, right after this tour, actually, we're going to go on tour with the Dolly Rots. Yes, it's going to be our longest tour ever, and it's like right after this tour, so it's basically like one. It's in March. Long big tour. The end well, of yeah, March. but like you know, you still need time to recover, so it's like it's going to be like the so many shows. <laughs> yeah, so at the very end of February, we're doing like three or four shows with, with the, the Nixons. Nixons. Yes. Yeah. Incredible as well. Oh yes. yes, we actually played a show with them last year at the beginning of last year, um, and they're great. So sweet, super nice. <laughs> So maybe, maybe not wait and see. Maybe we are, we are going to release a single in a couple weeks and a music video. So yes. you guys can be on the lookout for that. We actually played, uh, yeah, we actually played uh, the song tonight. Yeah. Live. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Oh, I'm trying to think because I I missed the first I missed the first couple songs of your mm. set. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so it was the third was song. Was it good? It was great. <laughs> the song was great. <laughs> Maybe it'll be like <laughs> secretly on YouTube somewhere. Maybe. Everybody records everything, so it's out there somewhere by now. Maybe it's on my YouTube channel. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Ladies, it's been so fantastic speaking to you. Thank you for your time today. Oh, no Thank problem. You. Thank you. Would you introduce your single, I'm Not Okay, for us, please? Oh, yes. Hey, we're Not Your Girlfriends, and you're listening to I'm Not Okay by Not Your Girlfriends. <laughs> And that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and every single body in between, is it for this week's episode of the podcast. I thank you for your time and for your patience. I also thank my guests, Jarrett, I thank Rob and Marin, Liv and Gigi, all for coming on the show this week. Thank you to you as well for listening. If you would like to get in touch with me, you can. I am on the Twitter at PetGreeShow, P-E-T-G-R-E-S-H-O-W, and on the Facebook and Instagram at the same handle, PetGreeShow, there as well. So... Until next time, my name is Peter Greenwood. Bye, every single body bag.